בעיצומה של מערכה כבדה, מבצע שומר החומות. צה"ל תקף אתמול והיום מאות מטרות טרור של החמאס והג'יהאד האסלאמי ברצועת עזה. חיסלנו עשרות מחבלים, כולל מפקדים בכירים, הפצצנו מפקדות של החמאס, מוטטנו בניינים ומגדלים שמשמשים את ארגוני הטרור. On the 11th of May, 2021, Israel launched a military operation against the Gaza Strip. It was called Operation Guardian of the Walls. It followed weeks of increasing tension in occupied East Jerusalem and in Palestinian towns and cities throughout Israel. Israel engaged in several provocations uh, prior to any rockets being directed to, uh, from Gaza to Israel. Those provocations involve the evictions from Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood in East Jerusalem. And then there were the right-wing uh, demonstrations given police protection in Israel that marched through uh, East Jerusalem neighborhoods uh, shouting slogans to the effect of death to the Arabs and very provocative for uh, leading to Palestinian uh, resistance and f and then finally and perhaps most importantly the entry of Israeli security forces to the Aqsa compound and mosque in the last days of Ramadan interfering with the worship in this uh, place uh, that is considered a sacred site. As part of this operation, Israeli warplanes bombed and destroyed four tower blocks in Gaza City, where Palestinians lived and businesses were based. These towers were in Gaza's busy Ramal neighborhood. Ramal is a commercial district and a residential area, 
where media organizations and international agencies also have their offices. عندما نظرنا إلى خارطة الأهداف الإسرائيلية في الهجوم الإسرائيلي الأخير على قطاع غزة وجدنا أنه يتركز بشكل أساسي على منطقة الرمال منطقة الرمال هي حي يقع في قلب مدينة غزة يقع على تماس مع ستة أحياء يقطنها حوالي ربع مليون أو نصف مليون مواطن أي أن ربع السكان يقعوا في هذه المنطقة هذه المنطقة تمتاز بالحيوية بعيدة عن أي مخاطر عسكرية آمنة نسبيا تتركز فيها معظم المصالح التجارية والمصالح الترفيهية You have the Qassam Brigades and Sarai al-Quds have an underground network underneath the Gaza Strip at this point that's been built for 15 years. They have the capacity to keep their um, military operations and their planning separate from the largest uh, uh, civilian area in the Gaza Strip um, with the least military benefit. Because Ramal is the furthest from the border, it's it's the most densely populated area of an urban of the urban environment. Um, it militarily makes no sense. The demolished towers were attractive to businesses because of the services they provided. Companies requiring stability rented office space there, knowing that electricity, water, and other essential services were relatively reliable day and night. The Hanadi Tower was known for its sea view. It housed serviced hotel-style apartments, a health club, media organizations, technology businesses, and residential apartments. Al-Jawhara Tower housed the headquarters of several media organizations including the Palestinian National News Agency and other TV stations. There were also restaurants, offices and apartments. Al-Shuruk Tower was in the middle of the busiest street in Gaza. It contained dozens of shops, import and export offices and some local media. And there was Al Jala'a Tower, with the Bureau of Al Jazeera Media Network and the US media agency Associated Press were based. On its lower floors were a range of business offices, while the upper floors housed residential apartments. All these towers are no more. أجرينا فحص وبحث شامل حول هذه الأبراج بدلنا جهود مبنية من أجل تجميع أكبر قدر ممكن من المعلومات معلومات من قبيل هوية أصحاب هذه الشقاق وطبيعة استخدامها من بين أهم المعلومات التي حاولنا التحقق منها طبيعة استخدام هذه الشقاق أو هذه الأعيان لذلك توجهنا إلى بلدية غزة بلدية غزة تمتلك 
كشوفات وبيانات محدثة حول طبيعة استخدام هذه الشقق وجدنا أن كل هذه الشقق استخدمت استخدامات مدنية إما شقق سكنية أو مكاتب خدمية وهو الأمر الذي يضحض الرواية الإسرائيلية أن هذه الشقق استخدمت لأغراض عسكرية رامي أبدو هيدز يورو ميديترانيان هيومن رايتس مونيتر بيست إن جنيفا It conducted an investigation into these attacks in Gaza and came to broadly the same conclusion as the people on the ground at the time, that the four towers had no military purpose whatsoever. However, the Israeli army disagreed, claiming the buildings were being used for military purposes. So where does the truth lie? Why were these towers singled out, bombed and destroyed? This is exactly um, one of the of the questions um, that have has to be asked by whatever uh, inquiry that should be held. Um, what was the primary um, goal of these attacks? Was it really to um, to damage uh, military objects that were in those uh, uh, buildings, or rather, uh, a show of force? to intimidate uh, the Gazan population. And if the latter, and it does seem like the latter, and if the latter, that's an illegal attack, and that's unlawful, and might amount to a war crime. The fact that missiles from Israeli jets struck the towers is undisputed. But what isn't clear is the reason behind the attacks, or the process of how exactly a building is selected for destruction. One man who may have an idea is Yaron Buskiller. He's a retired Israeli military commander who worked as a special operations officer at the central command of the Israeli army. When we know, in the first one, we know that there is a terror organization or there is a terror activity in one of the buildings or a, a structure, there is a terror structure in Gaza. So first, We start with our intelligence unit and we want to find out if there is civilians and not involved civilians in the building uh, or around the building. Second, if we know that there is a civilian there and we use many kind of ways to check this out, so we warn them. First of all, we uh, call them and we ask them to leave the house. So. The, the, the only ones that will be hit, it will be only terrorists in the, in the place and not uh, civilians or any other people that are not involved. قاعدة بسمع الأخبار والبنات قاعدين جنبي ففجأة سمعت كتير دوشة على الدرج إحنا بطبيعة برجنا إنه هو هادي نوعاً ما ما بسمعش صوت نهائياً فإنه أكون قاعدة وأسمع صوت رجال بتصرخ على الدرج فإنه أنا شكيت في الموضوع فطلعت من عين الباب لقيت بيجروا تحت الباب لقيت بنت جاري فبتقولي خالته اشردوا اشردوا بدهم يقصفوا البرج طبعاً نزلت أنا ساكنة على الطابق العاشر آخر طابق طبعاً سنا على الدرج ما استخدمنا الأسنسرات وكله علمك كل برج في كل طابق فيه ست شقق كلنا نجر على الدرج نسوان صغار كبار رجال 
Israel has always presented its military operations as those conducted by the most moral army in the world. Uh, but anyone that's looked uh, scrutinized its behavior from an objective point of view uh, understands this to be propaganda or public relations designed to convince the world uh, of something that's essentially not true or and really the reverse is true. في هذه اللحظات جيش الاحتلال ينذر أحد الأبراج وسط مدينة غزة بالإحلال تمهيدا لقصفه. يابا. هاد. A caller from the Israeli military gave a warning of the imminent bombing of Al Jalaa Tower. With the deadline approaching, the owner pleaded on the phone for more time to evacuate. صباح الخير يعطيكم الف عافيه انا الان في البقعه تحديدا 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 غرفتي في مقر شركتنا السابقه انا واقف الان على ركام مكتبي العدوان لما بدا علينا كنا احنا باخر ايامنا في دوام في الشركه بالمكان هذا خلصنا سكرنا سكرنا باب الشركه واغلقنا مقرها بالمفتاح وروحنا على البيت لليوم الثاني نستعد لاعمالنا. صار الموضوع انه الساعه 4:30 بالتحديد اتصل في صديقي بيحكي لي محمد البرج هنادي بيخلوا فيه الناس فهل الامر صحيح او لا؟ 
ما شعرف شو أحكي لك كنت يعني بوقت أو بموقف يعني بحكي مزحة بحكي شطراس بحكي الموضوع مش طبيعي مش صحيح حكيت مع حارس البرج أبو محمد أكد للموضوع للأسف وحكى لي معك خلال ساعة تخلي المكان أو تفضي المكان في المحتويات اللي فيه تحكي أنت عن ساعة واحدة الساعة هاي غير كافية تطلع من بيتك للمقر تأخذ حتى ورقة من المكان تحكي أنت عن ساعة إخلاء تخيل ساعة تشيل حلم أربع سنوات من مكتلك شو تشيل لتشيل؟ تشيل عفشك، تشيل أجهزتك، تشيل معداتك، تشيل أوراقك، تشيل أي أي ورقة صغيرة فالأمر كان صعب The Israeli army often produces videos about Hamas, the Palestinian group that has governed Gaza since 2006. These videos say that Hamas uses civilian facilities in Gaza as what it calls human shields. And this claim is used by Israel to justify attacks like those on the four towers in Gaza and other Palestinian targets. The first responsibility is on the Hamas. Once the Hamas using the people there as a human shield, once he hiding behind the people, so the main thing that you should know is that maybe the bomb is uh, is smart. We use a smart bomb, but the bomb have no values and have no moral, and she don't know to distinguish between terrorist and non-terrorist people, especially when the terrorists use the people as a human shield and hide behind them. أحد ركائز الخطاب الإسرائيلي في شرعنة استهداف المدنيين وكل شيء في غزة مصطلح الدروع البشرية أو مفهوم الدروع البشرية إسرائيل تقوم بتقسيم المجتمع الفلسطيني في غزة إلى قسمين قسم المقاتلين والقسم الآخر هم الدروع البشرية والأعيان المدنية الذين تقوم بشرعنة استهدافهم عبر الإدعاء أن المقاتلين يقومون باستخدامهم كدروع بشرية there is a wider argument that is being presented by Israeli uh, spokespeople. Uh, and that is that Gaza in general was taken hostage by the Hamas. And that, um, you know, and, 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 and that we are um, fighting an enemy that is, um, that is hiding in, in, in civilian areas. Let's take that argument face value. Let's, let's talk about a hostage situation. If Gazans are hostages, then you should allow yourself to do what you would be doing if Israelis were hostages. Would you target uh, a whole house with several combatants or terrorists um, and kill all the Israelis that are being held hostages there? I mean, if Israel really wants to, to argue that, that line, that the, Gazans, the Gazan civilian population was taken hostage by the Hamas, well, it should treat this situation as a hostage situation. After bombing the Hanadi, Al-Jala and Al-Johara towers, the Israeli army gave its justification for the action. It claimed those towers housed Hamas intelligence officers. It also accused Hamas of using Al-Shuruk Tower for what it called terrorism purposes. 
في برج الجلاء على سبيل المثال كانت هناك مكاتب لاستخبارات حماس على سطح هذه العمارة كانت هناك هوائيات تستخدمها حماس للاتصالات العسكرية Israel has claimed, at least in one case that I know of, that uh, Hamas offices, and to be precise, uh, Hamas intelligence, uh, was housed in one of the, of the towers. However, uh, there is another principle of international laws of warfare, and that is the principle of proportionality. It's not enough that the target is legitimate. Um, if uh, the expected result of an attack Um, is massive uh, uh, damage to civilians and civilian objects that outweighs the military advantage of, um, um, of uh, erasing the, the military uh, target, then the attack is also illegal. In military terms, the principle of proportionality concerns the obligation to weigh military objectives against the risk of harm to civilians. Armies around the world have the use of advanced weapons technology. Some guided missiles are able to limit the damage they cause, while others are highly destructive, and that includes those used to bomb the residential and commercial towers in Gaza. This choice of missiles gives the attacker the option of creating a targeted explosion in one part of a building or launching a high-impact missile strike capable of destroying an entire tower block. Israel has precise munitions and bombs that make the notion of a, a mistaken strike almost impossible to believe. In other words, these missiles and bombs are so sophisticated in their targeting and are linked to GPS systems as to guide them precisely to their intended targets. Israel in the past has shown that it has this capacity in uh, assassination attacks or what is uh, called by Israel targeted killings. Um, we had seen instances where missiles were shot at a specific window, specific ha uh, apartment, specific rooms. من المبررات اللي قمنا بفحصها وقدمها الجيش الإسرائيلي إنه هذه الأبراج توجد عليها هوائيات ذات استخدامات عسكرية عندما فحصنا وجدنا إنه هذه الهوائيات تابعة لشركات إنترنت خاصة تقوم بتزويد السكان والشركات بالإنترنت حتى جدلا أنه هذه الهوائيات تستخدم لاستخدامات عسكرية كان بإمكان الجيش الإسرائيلي استخدام قنابل صغيرة أو استهدافها بشكل محدد دون إحداث أضرار في باقي البرج One of, the, one of the most important aspects of the principle of proportionality 
is the test that asks whether the same goal can be achieved with a more uh, targeted, more focused, more restricted uh, use of force that would uh, put in risk much less civilians and civilian, and civilian objects. And so if, for example, um, the uh, Israeli forces reach the conclusion that there are Hamas uh, military offices in an apartment building, in a, in a tower, and they are located in one or two floors, and they can target those floors only, then of course, if they target the whole building, that would be unproportional. ما يجعلنا على ثقة من عدم صحة الإدعاءات الإسرائيلية إنه عندما فحصنا هذه الأهداف التي استهدفتها إسرائيل بالتدمير وجدنا إنه في أهداف مشابهة أخرى مثلا برج القاهرة وبرج الأندلس وجدنا إنه إسرائيل استهدفت أهداف محددة لم تقم بتدمير كامل المبنى وهو ما يعني إنه إسرائيل عندما استهدفت الأبراج التي استهدفتها بشكل كامل لم يكن في ذهنها استهداف أهداف عسكرية محددة وإنما كان لها أهداف أخرى يفترض أن يتم التحقيق فيها فانا من حديثي مع ضابط المخابرات بقول له يا اخي اذا انت بتعرف انه باستخباراتك انه في شقه كان المفروض حذرتنا حكيت لنا عنها احنا كان خرجناها بطريقتنا الخاصه او انت في امكانك انت زي ما حصلت في بعض الاماكن تضرب المكان اللي هو في عندك بتقول في خطا او في مقاومه او في عمل تخريبي زي انت زي ما بتدعي وبتسميه بترمي لي 12000 متر مربع بالارض حرام كده انت ليش تخبطني قال لا يعني انت ضربت تل ابيب يعني هو كل ضربت تل ابيب اتوقع بدك تنزل بيت من البيوت الكبيره في غزه طب اعطيني بس مبرر ما اعطاني مبرر ولا حكى ولا شيء يعني لو ولا حكى لي انه في عندك مخربين في عندك لو هو لو عنده هو علم ما كان حكى لي قال لي احنا في الطابق ما هو عنده علم انه في مخربين هنا وعنده معلومات استخباريه ما كان حكى انه في الطابق الكذا في شقه لكذا او في المكتب الفلاني في مكتب بدير بدير بيعمل بيسوي if they knew that the uh, strategic military militarily relevant equipment was in the building that it, they must have known where in the building that it was I mean, it would be hard to have the one type of knowledge without the other type of knowledge. And I think that a more reasonable interpretation is that this military operation was directed not only at Hamas, but at the uh, overall population of Gaza. Uh, they had a hybrid motivation of both deterring and destroying what they could of Hamas's capabilities, but also warning the people that if they tolerate the leadership of Hamas, they must expect to suffer consequences at the same time. I've lived there for a number of years and it, there's nowhere safe in Gaza. They're using the, the, the large weaponry as a spectacle to create an image that it goes on television. 
Um, that's what it's for. It's so that everybody in Gaza gasps and says, oh my God, that is the point of that. That is the military objective is to scar civilians. It's to terrorize civilians. It's to create a punitive cost, a penalty for resisting, for not just staying in your ghetto on starvation level uh, Israeli allowances through the checkpoints and to not say anything about it. And as soon as you fight back, um, they want to make the cost as heavy as possible. While Israel uh, and Israeli um, um, lawyers have been uh, referring to the Hamas offices as um, a justification for the attack, other Israeli spokespeople have said different things. They have talked about the, um, the damage to the towers as an advantage in um, convincing the Palestinian population that uh, the way Hamas conducts its affairs uh, will bring about economic collapse, um, that um, the collapse of the buildings um, is um, intimidating and, you know, it's a show of force. Now, these kind of statements um, give rise to even deeper suspicions that it's not just uh, a, a disproportional attack, but that actually the, the target of the attack was not a legitimate target. The aim of the attack was not legitimate because intimidating the uh, civil society, the, the population, is not uh, a legitimate aim uh, in, in the laws of warfare. אולי דווקא בגלל זה חמאס מורתע עכשיו, כי הוא ספג קורבנות רבים. מתן, לא עושים הרתעה נגד עם, בעיקר אזור תחת מצור, על ידי הרג ילדיו. תדר תפמנק, אינו מפיש אי מכאן אמן פי רזה. יעני, אנחנו כולנו מאמינים ג'דן, אינו הדה לבורג' מה בנחשף. ואיזה הדה שי רח. فخلص ما في أي خط بعد هيك كل خطوط عندهم اليود مفتوحة بيقصفوا سكني صحافة وين ما بدك إيش ما بدك بيقصفوا ما في مكان آمن عندهم يعني أنا بدي أشرد وين أروح كله كله نفس الشيء كله نفس الشيء أنا أكثر شيء مكان كنت مأمن عليه هنا فخلص راح بلشت نسيت المهنية فرج الباشا في طابق 11 اللي أسقط في عدوان 2014 ثم أساسا انتقلت بعدها لبرج الجوهرة اللي أسقط بعدوان الأخير ثم الجلاء اللي نفس أسقط برضو أيام قليلة يعني فتخيل أنا كمان حتى ساكن مقيم في بيت الظرف الأربع اللي أسقط في العدوان في الحرب في العدوان الأخير وكمان أنا أهل سكنين في مقابل برج الغفري اللي هو في آخر عدوان وهي آخر آخر ما أملك برج برج هنادي اللي أسقط تماما في شركتي يعني فاحنا يعني شوف أبراج سكنية أبراج عملية لو بنحكي عن مبررات فشو شو مبرر؟ برج سكري برج الظافة الأربعة شو مبرر فيه؟ الباشا برج مهني شو مبرر فيه؟ الجلاء والجوهر برج إعلامي شو مبرر فيه؟ فيش مبررات، هذا كلها حجج واهية حتى لإضعاف عزيمتنا، إضعاف قوتنا، إنه يعني إنه يكسر شركتنا. بس هاي كل القصة. المواطن في غزة فقد أهم عنصر هو عنصر الأمن المواطن في غزة لا يعرف أين يستطيع السكن لأن كل الأهداف في غزة مستباحة وأي مكان يمكن قصفه دون أي مبررات مسبقة بحجج واهية إسرائيلية 
There's a lot of talk in the Israeli media about as if Hamas is separate from the Palestinian people, as if they wouldn't be protecting their own families. They won't put a, a military installation in the same building as their families um, because that's not logical um, to do as a family member. So we have to think of these things um, in human terms. The Israelis managed to dehumanize the conflict, but nobody in Hamas is setting up a dangerous uh, application next to a civilian environment. that the Hamas understood in 2014 in the protective voyage operation that when they used a dense area, when they hide behind the civilians, they will be protected and, uh, and um, they will be immune, Im immune yeah, they will be immune uh, behind these people. And I can tell you that in the case of uh, Jalal building, they abused, they actually abused Al Jazeera and other uh, media because they knew that we will not hit this building and we will not bomb this building. After Al Jala'a Tower was demolished, the president and CEO of the Associated Press News Agency spoke to the media. We are shocked and horrified that the Israeli military would target and destroy the building housing AP's bureau and other news organizations in Gaza. They've long known the location of our bureau and new journalists were there. As we press for proof uh, of the allegations that Hamas was inside that same building as the AP and Al Jazeera bureaus, let me bring in the AP's top editor, Sally Busby. Were you ever informed before yesterday that Hamas might be operating there in the building? No. We've heard the Israelis say they have evidence. We don't know what that evidence is. We think it is appropriate at this point for there to be an independent look at what happened yesterday, an independent investigation into what happened yesterday. Let the Umar Mutahada Kissim Ismo Kissmil Amnuasalama, Department of Security and Safety, Yustur Bishakil Dauri, Tahdithat, Haula, Al Halal Amnia, Lil Montaka Fikatarazza, Hadihi at Tamimat, Hia Tamimat Dahilia, Herman Shura, Itpalahna Al Hadihi at Tamimat, Walam Najid and Hadihi Al Monatak, Osana Falada, Al Umar Mutahada, and Hamanatak Hatra. Um, I'm, I think um, the army should present its case and evidence to the public in general. It's unconceivable that a residential civilian tower is being pancaked and uh, the army that does it does not explain what was there that justified such a horrendous um, brutal attack. The people that uh, need to have uh, these proofs, people that uh, have the have the proofs and have the, all of the details that they they should have about uh, about the Hamas, and we have it. But not every time we can uh, expose uh, the details to all of the world because some of the some of the evidence are based on uh, intelligent units. So we cannot expose everything, but we do expose it to United States as an example and to people that need it for, uh, 
and to, we, we want them to know and to see that there is a terror uh, infrastructure in this building. Gaza had a bombing over the weekend that housed a U.S. media organization. Do you feel that that was justified? Have you received a briefing on that? Do you want to get a briefing on that at this point? To me, looks like a, a major mistake by the Israelis. Uh, and uh, I welcome contrary information, but this is part of the reason why we need to get a ceasefire very soon. Israel is not going to provide some sort of proper evidence that these towers were used um, for military purposes. The buildings themselves are commercial buildings. The Al Jalal building is a, mil is a media building that has media offices functioning all the time, people coming in and out all the time, more so than any building in the entire Gaza Strip, other than maybe a hospital. People are going in and out of that building all the time. The idea that you have a secret facility in that building um, it just doesn't hold to me. So-called Dahia Doctrine, which was developed in the war against uh, Lebanon in, I think, 2006. Dahia Doctrine was explained by the IDF commander-in-chief at the time as deliberately inflicting disproportionate damage on the civilian population as a way of uh, discouraging Hezbollah provocations. And in my view, and in the view of the Goldstone uh, Commission that investigated the 2008-2009 uh, military operation uh, in Gaza, the Dahia doctrine has been consistently practiced by Israel. In other words, it has made it part of its policy to engage in disproportionate uh, responses to what it believes to be provocation. I do think that Israel's attacks against residential buildings, against media targets, against healthcare facilities in the Gaza Strip did help to shift U.S. public opinion uh, against Israel because it was a very dramatic and very visible um, affirmation of war crimes that Israel was committing that was played out in real time over social media, over the news outlet. I, I never heard that the United States criticized about El Jalal building. As what I know is you know, the Israel uh, gave them the information that they required about the Hamas structures that they have in the building, and from what I know, they get they, they get it. But I don't need I don't need uh, to hear about the, this news. I know, I know because I know I know the IDF, and I was serving in the IDF. We will never hit uh, any target or any uh, infrastructure that we we don't know for sure that the, it's used by the Hamas or by any terror organization. You're standing on Madison in solidarity to push for an end to the violence. Happening tonight, hundreds march through downtown Chicago as the bloody conflict in the Middle East The Chicago Coalition for Justice in Palestine rallied in March tonight. Israel has been exposed. It's been exposed. Downtown tonight brought thousands of people out in support of Palestine. I, I think that it's largely the result of grassroots pressure. 
and the pressure from members of Congress that resulted in a change in the Biden administration. And I think especially important was the statement that Senator Bob Menendez, who's the chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, put out after Israel flattened that residential building in Gaza that housed all the media offices and said that Israel needed to be held accountable for what it did. And that was very significant because Senator Menendez has been a champion of Israel for many, many decades in his congressional career. So the fact that you had someone so prominent in such a high position in Congress who is so pro-Israel say these things, I think that that definitely had uh, a, a big consideration in terms of changing the domestic dynamics of the politics around Israel us. is using its right for self-defense. International human rights organizations have also criticized the actions of both the Israeli army and Hamas since the violence. Human Rights Watch said, quote, rocket and mortar attacks during the May 2021 fighting in the Gaza Strip, which killed and injured civilians in Israel and Gaza, violated the laws of war and amount to war crimes. In a separate report, Human Rights Watch stated, it found no evidence that members of Palestinian groups involved in military operations had a current or long-term presence in any of the towers at the time they were attacked. Although Israel undertook a number of precautions, such as advance warning of attacks in some cases, airstrikes in such densely populated areas resulted in a high level of civilian fatalities and injuries, as well as the widespread destruction of civilian infrastructure. Such strikes raise serious concerns of Israel's compliance with the principles of dis distinction and proportionality under international humanitarian law. If found to be indiscriminate and disproportionate in their impact on civilians and civilian objects, such attacks may constitute war crimes. إسرائيل تدرك زيف إدعاءاتها ومبرراتها لذلك هي ترفض التعاون مع أي فرصة للتحقيق في الجرائم المرتكبة في قطاع غزة إسرائيل رفضت التعاون مع لجنة التحقيق الأممية المشكلة عقب الهجوم الإسرائيلي عام 2014 ترفض التعاون مع المقرر الحالي لحالة حقوق الإنسان في الأراضي الفلسطينية وأيضا رفضت التعاون مع المقرر السابق لحالة حقوق الإنسان السيد ريتشارد the United Nations top human rights official has condemned Israel's expulsion of the UN's special rapporteur from the country, calling it unprecedented and deeply regrettable. On Monday, Israeli authorities detained Richard Falk and held him for 20 hours before putting him back on a plane to Geneva. Israel has understood that its legal arguments are not persuasive, so they've tended uh, to attack the the person or the institution for instance they called the icc decision pure anti-semitism uh, you know rather than saying it was wrong for legal grant they didn't bother with the argument and the same thing in in my experience they they want to wound the messenger rather than deal with the message because their arguments are too weak now. And that's why I've been saying that the Palestinians are winning the legitimacy war. Their, their grievances 
are gaining more public support and understanding uh, than Israel's propaganda, even though it's heavily subsidized and all kinds of ideological uh, support, it's losing ground. أنا على يقين إنه لو توفرت آليات دولية للمسائلة وتمكن أصحاب هذه الأبراج وهذه المساكن اللجوء للتقاضي أمام جهات دولية مما لا شك فيه إنه سيتم إدانة قادة الاحتلال بارتكاب جرائم حرب. إحنا لما توجهنا للمحكمة لرفع قضية إحنا ما بدنا نرفع قضية ونخسرها. إحنا لولا متأكدين بكل الدلائل وبكل الإبراهيم إنه ما في عنا أي شيء معادي لدولة إسرائيل أو مقاتل ضد دولة إسرائيل ما كان رفعنا القضية هذه إحنا عارفين إنه حجج الاحتلال هي واهية وكاذبة وهي بس رش الرماد على العيون لإسكات سوق الحقيقة Al Jazeera condemned in the strongest terms the bombing and destruction of its offices by the Israeli military in Gaza. It said it viewed this as a clear act to stop journalists from reporting events on the ground. Efforts to rebuild Gaza following the May 2021 attacks are slow. Two months after the bombings, the World Bank, the EU and the UN concluded a rapid damage and needs assessment report for Gaza. They estimated the recovery cost to be up to 485 million US dollars over the next two years. The human cost was the death of at least 253 Palestinians, including 65 children, killed in the Israeli bombardment. On the Israeli side, 12 people, including two children, were killed by Hamas rocket fire. Despite the bombing of their offices, Al Jazeera, Associated Press and other media organizations continue to report on events in Gaza.